I'm Annie Apple, and I'm here to invite you to come and listen to my new podcast series, Raising April. It's the most intimate sports-related conversations you will hear. Each week, we explore the journeys of some of your favorite NFL players through the eyes of those that know them best. From Joe Burr, DeAndre Hopkins, Miles Garrett, Ezekiel Elliott, Nick and Joey Boza, just to name a few. With exclusive insights and information, we leave no stone unturned. Subscribe now to Raising a Pro on your favorite podcast app. HD you are listening to a Mint production brought to you by HD Smartcast. This is Mint Like Morning Shot, and I am Shohini Sen. Good morning. Here's a roundup of the news you can use before you start your day. Syria's white helmets, who rescue victims from the rubble of airstrikes, have added making personal protective equipment to their efforts saving lives in areas of the country outside Bashar al-Assad's control, reports The Guardian. The Civil Defence Services Uniform Making Unit has recently pivoted to manufacturing PPE with the help of a £1.17 million award from a non-profit organisation funded by the UK, US, Canadian and Dutch governments. The local facility has already produced more than 2 million masks, protective gowns and face shields and is handling the safe disposal of used PPE for Northwest Syria's vulnerable population of more than 3 million people. Donald Trump on Wednesday pardoned 73 people, including his former aide Steve Bannon and other allies, just hours before he was due to leave office. The list of those pardoned, as well as 70 others whose sentences were commuted, were released by the White House in a statement during the early hours. Neither Trump nor his relatives were on the list. Bannon had been in charge with defrauding people over uh, funds raised to build the Mexico border wall, a flagship Trump policy. He was Trump's campaign manager during the 2016 election before becoming a senior advisor to the president. Former Trump fundraiser Elliot Brody was similarly pardoned after pleading guilty last year to conspiring to violate foreign lobbying laws. The rapper Lil Wayne, who last month pleaded guilty to possession of a firearm and ammunition by a convicted felon and faced 10 years in jail, also made the pardon list. UK Prime Minister Boris Johnson defeated a rebellion by his own lawmakers after they pressed for British judges to be able to rule if China's Muslim Uyghur community is suffering genocide. The House of Commons narrowly voted down an amendment to a proposed law on international trade agreements which would have allowed victims to ask the High Court in London to rule on claims of genocide against potential trading partners, including China. The government would have had to consider pulling out of trade deals with the states involved. Lawmakers voted by 319 to 308 to reject the amendment, reflecting the strength of feeling in his Conservative Party about the UK's ties to China. The Chinese embassy in Washington denounced the US move as a gross interference in China's internal affairs and a serious violation of international law and basic norms of international relations, reports Bloomberg. Three-day ports review meeting will be conducted from today to deliberate on a future action plan, including development of satellite ports by all major ports, the Ministry of Ports, Shipping and Waterways, 
said in a statement on Wednesday. Chairpersons of India's all major ports and senior officials of the ministry will participate in the brainstorming conference to finalize the roadmap of the Maritime Vision 2030, the ministry said in the statement. It added that ports, shipping and waterways minister Mansukh Mandavia will chair the meeting named Chintan Baitak at Dhordo, Gujarat. The Chintan Baitak includes sessions on exploring new vistas of urban transportation, effective implementation of Sarod ports or Society for Affordable Redressal of Disputes ports and issues related to international arbitration, reports the Press Trust of India. Violent clashes erupted for a fifth night between police and protesters in several Tunisian cities, including the capital Tunis and Sidi Bozui the cradle of the Arab Spring uprising, as anger and frustration mount over economic hardship. Earlier in the day, protesters rallied in Tunis, reviving the chant that ran a decade ago in a revolution that ushered in democracy. The people want the fall of the regime. In Sidi Bouzid, where the 2011 revolutions began, witnesses told Reuters that police fired gas to disperse protesters who were raising slogans against rulers and demanding an end to decades of marginalization. Clashes also broke out in poor areas of Tunis, including Etadamen and Sijouni, as hundreds of angry youths burned tires and blocked roads. Daytime protests in recent days demanding jobs, dignity and the release of detainees have been followed by nighttime violence with COVID-19 restrictions compounding a wider economic malaise. Crops are being damaged nationwide by lockdown walkers avoiding mud. A rural business organization has said this. The Country Land and Business Association, or CLA, said an influx of people walking over planted crops was impacting farmers' businesses, reports the BBC. One farmer said there has been a tenfold increase in walkers during the lockdown, while another had seen a five-feet path widen to 36 feet across. Walking charity Ramblers said people must stick to marked paths. CLA President Mark Bridgman said while he did not want to discourage people from using the countryside, crops are being damaged nationwide by those avoiding fogmares. He said the organisation, which represents 30,000 rural businesses across England and Wales, advised people to get a decent pair of wellies and stick to the route of the footpath. One of the ways to solve this problem without taking away the joy of walking is to make sure people walk on the designated path in these parks. You are listening to Mint Like Morning Shot with Shohini Sen. You can reach out to me on Twitter at Shohini Sen or on Facebook and Instagram at HD Smartcast. And to listen to more such podcasts, do log on to hdsmartcast.com. This was a Mint production brought to you by HD Smartcast. HD Smartcast.